Sportscast presents Hoops Talk, hosted by Alabama basketball legend Irwin Dudley and Sportscast contributor Ryan Krista. All basketball, from college basketball to the NBA. Listen to Sportscast Hoops Talk on digital radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Facebook. Sportscast Hoops Talk. Rhythm, debate, layup, and dunk. Sports talk, hoops talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hoops Talk, presented by the Sportscast. Today is July 17th, 2022. And please follow us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. And if you uh, use uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating review. That will help us out a lot. I am joined by my usual sidekick, Erwin Dudley. How are you tonight on a Sunday night? Great, man. Great. Good to be back on. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're yeah, kind of... You know, summer's busy for both me and Erwin, you know, so we're, you know, kind of hit or miss here on Sundays as, you know, the news files in here. But, you know, we have some uh, things to update, you know, where we can we'll move forward from probably, you know, the draft to now, you know. Uh, uh, you know, this is kind of, you know, we just finished up summer league, you know, yesterday. So now I feel like we finished this calendar year of basketball as we move forward to next year. You know, you go right from the NBA Finals to the draft, to free agency, to summer league. And now, you know, we have some, you know, f- some fish still out in the market, you know, things we can talk about. But, you know, the major news cycle, I feel like, is slowing down in the NBA is they're trying to finish everything up before the football season begins here in a couple of weeks, you know, and exactly. that kind of dominates the, the news headlines, you know. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know, so, do you, Aaron, did you watch any summer league here in the last couple of weeks? I did. I watched quite a few games. I watch uh, for Orlando. I saw what they, you know, I, you know, I watched him play a few games. Man, he 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 came out. Um, he played like, like he had something to prove. And I mean, he actually, you know, he, he tried to play. He played. <clears throat> excuse me. They showed the that uh, he made at the end of the game. Winning block, where the guy blocked him. Oh, they challenged it, and uh, uh, but uh, you know, he played really hard. Um, no, I, I, I watch him also uh, quite a few games, and like I, I said, you know, a few weeks ago on my Instagram, I mean, some. People like them, they prefer they are, you know, to, you know. But uh, I'm not a huge fan. Um, um, but again, he started off the summer league and he had some really good game to begin with. And, uh, you know, he, he played well. So, over, you know, overall, um, um, Smith, he, um, 
You know, he, he averaged, I think, 14 points a game for a rebound that, that played along with him. Credit even better. Um, he, um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, has a lot, a lot of talent to work with. They have two, uh, you know, that they're going to answer. Now, a young Ross, they win games or not, not um, that up there during the season. But they're going to have to, they just going to be, so um, put those guys out there, them together, and, uh, you know, they're not going to, but, you know, things is formed and, you know, they continue to go. Um, I, I think, I think they can be definitely be a lead. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm really, you know, like you're, you know, we're going to say it's a good taste to see a lot of these rookies that we've seen in college, um, kind of their first, you know, pro looks, you know, uh, not the end all be all, you know, it doesn't guarantee success or guarantee failure. You know, it's, um, it's just, you know, it's good to see them, you know, together, you know, with other young players, you know, working, you know, to get into the league. You know, I, I enjoy, you know, it's just, you know, just to see, you know, these young guys, I thought all of them had moments, you know, um, you know, I thought Paolo did, you know, had some good moments, you know, for the magic, you know, before they could shut him down. Um, Chet came out with a bang there and, you know, actually before even the Las Vegas summer league back in the Salt Lakes and he was, you know, six blocks in the first game, you know. So, yeah, they all had their moments. Like I said, Jabari, I think, might have been most consistent, you know, of all the guys, you know, yeah. out there, you know. But I think that's just going to be Jabari in general, you know. He's not – he's going to be a stat stuffer, you know, in the sense of he's not going to be – he's probably not going to lead you in scoring assists or rebounds, but he's going to accumulate a lot of those each, you know, each night while being able to guard, you know, you know, pretty much everybody on the floor, you know, that's, that's what makes him, you know, such a um, high priority talent, you know, to me, he should have been number one in the draft because of that. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, I think the magic, the magic are looking for a quick fix. And that's what Paulo gets because Paulo can probably step on the court and give you 20 points any given night, but he's probably not going to turn, you know, into, you know, a transcendent player where I think Jabari Smith has that capability um, to do that, you know, so uh, uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, as, you know, we, you know, get into the regular season, you know, uh, um, how, you know, how these summer league performance, I saw, you know, one, one analyst said, you don't judge the stat line in summer league, you judge how hard they play, their desire to play, you know, will, you know, are they a good teammate, you know, those are things you're kind of looking for in summer league, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, not necessarily. You're looking for looking for some yeah. guys, a diamond in the rough guy. You just want to see how you just want to see they fair, um, fair out. We know some, um, some of the guys that have played, or you know, just you know, just uh, without spotlight on again. You know, know uh, you want know, league title or anything 
Um, they, they won the summer league title this year to, to today, and, and you know, they still need a lot, a lot of help. <laughs> so doesn't say anything. No. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I don't think the Blazers are in a better shape this today than they were, you know, because they won the Summer League, you know. It just it, – it, Summer League is, you know, an audition for, you know, players trying to get into league, rookies. Also, you know, young and up-and-coming coaches giving them a chance to kind of run a, run a team, you know, and uh, kind of, value, you know, you know, head coaches, they will evaluate, you know, other coaches on their staff. So everybody's on notice when it comes to Summer League, you know. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, uh, yeah, yes, yes, you know, you know, I, I have to admit, you know, it's one of the coolest things I ever did. I bought, I got to go to summer league, um, let's say whatever Steph Curry's rookie year was, you know, I went to, uh, um, a, you know, a sports management NBA, you know, uh, conference there, you know, but being able to go there, if you ever, anybody ever has a chance, it's a great opportunity to network and meet a lot of people. Um, it's a really low key, you know, atmosphere, you know, but everybody's there, you know, players are there, GMs, organizations. So it's a great, you ever want to get, you know, into, you know, the game, you know, and meet a lot of people, NBA Summer League is a great opportunity, uh, to do that. That's my little plug there. Um, but, you know, along with that, you know, you know, besides, you know, the draft and, you know, seeing these players up there, we, we had your free agency, you know, um, kind of the big news last week was that, you know, DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton of the Suns is a uh, a restricted free agent. You know, for those who don't understand, there's two types of free agents. There's unrestricted, which basically means you're free to go anywhere you want. And, and there's really nothing the other team can do to stop. You're a team that you play for, it's nothing to do to stop you. But DeAndre Ayton was a restricted free agent, which meaning that, you know, the Suns had an opportunity to match any offer. So here come the Pacers. They offer him really the super max they can, four years, $133 million. Um, and then the Suns, you know, wasted no time to match that offer, which is interesting, you know, business side of this is that when you're the team who owns the players' rights, like the Suns did DeAndre, they could have offered him five years, um, at the same amount of money per year. But I think in a good cost-saving measure, you know, they're waiting for somebody to offer him the same, that contract. Because I think in the back of their mind, they wanted to keep him. Um, but, you know, they were wanting to do it at a lower price. And so being able to match somebody's offer, let them be able to uh, stay with the Suns, you know. So the Suns is a team, you know, who um, – had a, obviously a disappointing end of their season, you know, great regular season, you know, uh, right now it looks like, you know, they're bringing the whole gang back here. Um, but what, what we have to look for is that the news of, you know, one of Kevin Durant's preferred locations is the Suns. Erwin, um, would you take a deal, Suns, if you were able to get Kevin Durant, if it meaning to trade basically the farm, to get him, or do you want to keep this unit together and you know see how it how it comes the next year? Uh, because you'll have to give up too much. I mean, I mean, you give up Miles Bridges, you you go first round picks, 
Um, you may have to give up. You may even have somebody else in there, Cam Johnson. You're really going to be tearing up your roster. But, you know, he, he has so much money that, that, that he has to, that they have to compensate for and all that. And, I mean, he's one of the, the top players. In the he's going to... You're gonna have if you to come out of pocket. Um, you're gonna have to really and and uh, and that Phoenix. I don't think they should do that again. They're like <clears throat> I mean, you know, the race drives. Um, um, really well, you know. Nobody expected put them out. You know, put them out, but. but they still have everything. They just they need. I think they do a score somebody or another, and that can they can kind of take some of the load off Booker. Um, because there is their go-to guy need an need an added um, release some of the pressure off of Booker because again, and don't get me. Wrong, Miles Bridges, um, um, Kel Bridges, um, he, he, um, he does well. That stuff, like he said, a quote on Queen when Booker's out, out and, you know what I'm saying, and he's a bucket, um, um, and goes. I mean, you know, he wanted them to get something like so, you know. You know they didn't. They didn't want to pay. They didn't have, have you know, choice but to pay because, because, you know, who who are they gonna get? You know, I mean, they, you know, they, you know, on the, you know, the bright young, um, he, you know, he's a four, see, um, and he's been playing. You know, he's you know, and now that's the way they, um, people are getting a lot of. Money. So, so again, it was just, just only um and Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm in like fifty-fifty. You know, in the sense that, like you said, the, what they have to give up, and you know, is it worth it? You know, they're probably best bet to try to get another team involved. You know, they could, you know, you know, assets from another team to make a deal happen. So. I think it's really interesting. Every day it goes by, you know, we're one day closer to, you know, him staying, Kevin Durant staying with the Nets. Um, you know, I think with the Rudy Gobert trade, so going back to that, you know, basically they sent players and for, you know, first round picks to the Jazz um, for Rudy Gobert. And I think the Nets are saying, you know, if that's the price tag for Rudy Gobert. Kevin Durant's way beyond Rudy Gobert, so the the price may be set too high, you know, for a deal to happen. Because Kevin Durant, even though he's thirty three years old, is still a transcendent player, you know. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. We're back. Sorry, technical difficulties there. Um, so we we're talking about Kevin Durant, you know, abilities of going to Phoenix, you know. Um, where else would you like to see? Phoenix? 
L.A. <laughs> of course. Well, we don't, I don't know if that's Everyone a possibility. But... Your mayor. <laughs> hey, Every team would like to land hey, Kevin Durant. Again, I don't know how, how, how they yeah, I don't know how they can make, make that work, though. You know, especially you know, Westbrook. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see Brooklyn taking on that. Said. Unless they go half, you know, they're they going to have to give up some draft pick. And they, they're, 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 the Lakers are, um, um, you know, especially with LeBron. So they, they're trying to win. Uh, that's the only way that, you know, they'll have to give up. Like Westbrook, um, they'll have to take parts of his salary and all that. And, you know, they had to Yeah, so, yeah, we, uh, I don't think L.A. is a possibility. You know, when regards to Russell Westbrook, you know, basically Irwin hit on the nail. No one wants to take on Russell Westbrook's $47 million contract without a little incentive. Um, a team like, you know, who would want to take on that contract is a team like the Spurs, yeah. who wouldn't want to keep them. But, you know, they would like the salary dump because that's what they want. They want to clear space off and, you know, bringing Russell Westbrook either to sit for the year or buying him out um, is one thing, you know, or Oklahoma City, which would be kind of cool if he actually did play with Oklahoma City in this, you know, one of the last years. But um, that I think that's what's going to happen. You know, if it's not Kevin Durant going to Lakers, I think another person from the Nets, Kyrie Irving, is probably a more of a reachable – you know, yeah. asset, you know, um, it's probably not going to take, obviously, as much to get Kyrie because I think the Nets are done with him, to be honest, you know. And for, fortunately for Kyrie, not many people want him other than the Lakers, but the Lakers, the problem with the Lakers is that they literally have nothing to give it to anybody. Um, <laughs> you've got two players who make a whole lot of money, three players, with, you know, your big three in the sense of Westbrook, uh, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, and then you have a whole bunch of small pieces um which yeah. aren't going to really move the needle you know when it comes to a big trade you know so uh the lakers are in a really tough spot to, you know i've said that really upgrade on the fly here it's off season you know they've made some you know minor moves here and there but um yeah so let's see what happens you know uh yesterday you know uh, i think some minor news from the Lakers is that, you know, LeBron played in Kyrie's uh, Drew League, you know. Uh, minor League? Kind of made a big splash. Minor. No, Drew League. <laughs> not minor League, Kyrie's League. No, I said, I said Drew League. Say, hey, hey, listen. Hey. And you said, you said, you listen, is nothing LeBron's on the court? It's something that always made. Yes, I agree. But anyways, big splash, 42 points, you know. Um, you don't see LeBron going on doing many off-season things, you know, when, other than maybe international basketball. So making an appearance in that, you know. Uh, most of the time LeBron is, you know, playing in, you know, in gyms against other NBA players, you know, in the secret locations, you know. But something, you know, cool, a spectacle to see him play in the um, – 
and the Drew League yesterday. So like, so back to the Lakers in general, they're kind of stuck. They're in a holding pattern. They need to get rid of Russell Westbrook, and I feel like if it's not Kyrie, it will open the door up to make you know more roster upgrades. You know, uh, I mean, anybody who saw the games last year understands that Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and Anthony Davis's games don't really fit together. You know, I know they got a new coach in Darwin Ham. Um, but still, it just seems like far, far fetched for them to actually put this together um, with the big three. You know, that big three, you know, if they're able to pull Kyrie, I think, you know, I think things could change quickly for the Lakers um, in that regard. All right, going back to another um, player that may be on the move heading to the Big Apple, maybe, and that's Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz. I, you know, the NBA, you could like him or hate him. The NBA is a better relevant product when the New York Knicks are a relevant team. Um, you know, the Knicks went out this offseason and got my boy Jalen Brunson there on a fat contract, four years, $104 million. Um, do I love Jalen Brunson? Yes. Was he worth that amount of money? Probably not. Um, because he's never been the Batman of a team, you know. He's had Luca and Dallas, he's always kind of been the sidekick. You know, when you get paid all that dough, you're going to be expected to lead that team. But if they're able to pull off a trade for Donovan Mitchell, who is a New York City born and raised guy, um, a bring home a local guy always brings relevancy to the Knicks, and bring a guy who can bring star power, you know, you're going to get a backcourt who can score in that with Mitchell and Brunson. But then you also have two guards that are six foot one and not known as quick, you know, they're not quick footed guys who are probably going to, you know, really be uh, taking advantage on the defensive end. You know, uh, what would you be your thoughts if the, you know, the Knicks were able to pull off a trade from Mitchell to New York? That would be like, like they get somebody and get. Get two, 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 under some guards or whatever, bring them in to win with. Like, has been a has been a laughing stock of the NBA for a long time. Watch the Knicks, <clears throat> excuse me, when Jordan, when he used to, he used to give them all kind of going jump. Uh, stars and Jeff Oakley and all of them. So I know all about that. New York Knicks. I mean, I hope I hope they do not get down. It's not the answer for them. Not like they just saw they signed Brown, but you know he got he 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 earned. But I don't see him carrying the team. I don't see him leading the next Eastern Conference final. I, I don't see it. Um, deserve his money, but I don't see where the Knicks. I don't see where they improve. I don't see where they improve. They also signed uh, um, Mitchell, right? It's um. They, Signed them to a to, to a extension like um uh, uh I, 
I don't know what I don't know what their organization doing to. to I, I don't see them winning. No, I don't like, like it. Uh, you know, as a guy who, you know, I'm not well, I'm from the opposite side of the state, but, you know, the Knicks still dominate the headlines. Um, I think what Don Mitchell does is he gets you into the playoffs consistently in the Eastern Conference. He's not – they won't – they'll be in the bottom of the half. <laughs> but I just I, – I, I just – I think this – if you saw what – the you know, you look at Madison Square Garden two years ago when they played the Hawks in the playoffs – it was alive and buzzing. I think the organization, you know, just wants to be relevant. They want to be in the conversation. I think you get two guards like that, along with, you know, R.J. Barrett. You know, you got a good core three. I think core three enough to uh, be able to consistently compete. Because I, I don't know what, you know, for some reason, it will go back to the Jazz. This is a Jazz point of the new GM. Danny Ainge was kind of the architect of the Celtics that we see today. Um, I what Danny Ainge I think really loves is to have his organization implode like they did in Boston years ago and just build up through the draft. Um, that's kind of how the Celtics did it, you know. You know, it took time, you know, and they were close a couple of years, and you know they kind of revamped here the team that we saw today. And that um, I know. Brad Stevens has been a GM the last two years, but I feel like, you know, a lot of those, the core of, you know, the Celtics today is kind of built by Danny Ainge through the draft. Um, so I think that's what Danny Ainge wanted. I think he wants a, another building project like he did in uh, Boston. And that's why I think he's willing to unload Donovan Mitchell for more picks, you know, younger players. You know, I think, you know, what. Well, the Nets are looking for star all-star players in return for Kevin Durant. I don't think the Jazz are looking for that. They want extremely young assets and they want draft picks because I think they want to build from that, from the ground up, you know. So we'll see what happens. Any thoughts on that? I mean, uh, New York, you want, you want the Knicks to be but. I, and like, and he's not a superstar. Like he's not the team. I, I mean, you know, I mean, so, but I look at the head over Utah. Um, the head of Utah. So I think they had more of a Utah head over in the, uh, in the East. And I, I mean, I just, and you know, he couldn't get over the hump with them. I just, just don't, don't like him. And then he's small. Person. I mean, they're two small guards. They, they got two. Like, you can't, like, like you can't play, play Bronson at the same time. For defensive purposes. I mean, I mean, it's so, it, you know, it is, it's like, you know, it's, that's what it is. Again, you, it'll be hard. I don't like it. They still won't win. And then um, Julius Randle, like he had like two fans out of his mind. 
He's in yeah, here. I mean, right? Fake. Yeah, he's in here. I mean, right now, with <laughs> I mean, right now, this team is you know built all left handed because you got Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Jalen Brunson. I don't think I've mm-hmm. ever seen a team with big three all you know left handed like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll make it you know interesting, you know. Um, also, you know, they did sign Mitchell Robinson, who is kind of you know, uh a diamond and rough day finally in the draft, you know, what, a couple years ago, signed him to a long term. So, you know, they have pieces. Um, Erwin wants to kind of keep those pieces together and not trade the house to get, you know, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, which I, I can kind of roll, I can roll with either way. You know, uh, I'm, um, I think the team they have right now is fairly limited. You know, it may be a playoff team. Um, you know, get down initial, I think it guarantees you the playoffs, in my estimation, but who knows. Um, so we still have, you know, mm-hmm. like we just have, we have these, you know, these big two fish in the, you know, in Brooklyn right now, Durant and Irving. Before, you know, if nothing ever happens, you know, who and right now in this offseason you feel like has had the best offseason since the season ended, draft and free agency put together? I mean, I think Phoenix. I think Phoenix. You know, keeping guys together. I think. I mean, um, we signed in again. Um, like I said, who who are they gonna sign back? Who are they? Who um, he's one of the eight um, you know, centers in the league. Um, Booker. Um. Which you know, um, um, I think you know, 76 with James Harden, you know, he took 15 million less, so they'll have some, um, some bring in to try to get somebody else, to, um, as well. So that's that's a good, um, and hopefully, you know, James. Hamstring injuries and stuff, and back to playing some, you know, some of the basketball and playing over the um, course of yeah. I think we'd all like to see uh, <laughs> the old James Harden be there with the Philadelphia. See what you know they can do. Obviously, also bring in PJ Tucker, kind of adding. All right, I think we're back here. Um, sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> um, so you know, we're, you know. Uh, you know, we want to see that old James Harden back with the Sixers. Also brought in P.J. Tucker. Um, help with that, you know, depth for that team. Bring that toughness, you know. Definitely a team to uh, uh, be looking out for. I think an underrated team, you know, we talk, you talked about the Suns. I think the Nuggets being able to bring in, you know, player like KCP to a team – that was already on the cusp to bring Jamal Murray back from injury. I think, you know, and they got reigning MVP Jokic. You know, I think this is a team, you know, who could be on the cusp of something great in the Western Conference. Any thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I think that you forgot about um injury for the entire season. We should have a super max, um, which is just bad for him, him. So um, they're, they're going to be good. 
uh, with Murray coming back. <clears throat> that's a that's 2025 20, 20, and that, that the niggas, I mean, uh, um, I think they're going to be fine. Like, um, Jokic, he's going to know over the last, you know, over the course, I think they'll be, be fine. Um, that's the that's the uh, that, that's the watch out and see how, how he comes back. Um, back surgery. That's the thing now that you you gotta see how if he comes, yeah, he's like I said, if he comes back, he's supposed to. Then I think that they'll be like I said, that's a back back injury, so you just never. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. You know, some some prospects of becoming a really great team if everybody comes back healthy for Denver. So yeah, there, there's teams definitely improve their stock. You know. Uh, um, did it, you know, going back next is Jalen Brunson put the, obviously some teams took a step back with the Jalen Brunson going to New York. I don't know if that means, you know, a team that took a big step forward in Dallas last year, you know, really didn't really replace Jalen Brunson anything in the off season. Um, changing the roles of people, roles, but also brought in Christian Wood, you know, I think he started off with a flurry, you know, bringing Christian Wood um, for basically nothing. Uh, yeah. Next pick in the draft, waiting a caliber of player. Christian Wood is, you know, <laughs> for the 26th pick. Um, yeah, so, you know, you, you added, you know, a true center, you had Javal McGee. So, basically, they, they knew they were lacking something, and that's, you know, toughness inside, any, you know, they're always undersized. So you had that, but then you're kind of missing Rob. And I know Dinwiddie, but Dinwiddie is assistant. Dinwiddie will give you a night here, a night there. The thing with Jalen Brunson and his yeah. value increasing was being able each night giving you 16 and 20 points every single night. Um, that's kind of what you need opposite Luca. You know, Luca can't carry your team for a whole season, you know, like that. So um, that might take a step back. Um, and we'll wait to see what happens in Brooklyn. You know, that could be a team that goes from, you know, prospects of yeah, winning to back into the lottery. Oh, team. Oh. Um, and, I, and then another team is Utah. Utah was a team that they might be dumping everything off their team. Um, and one more team that might be improved in that might be the Timberwolves. Adding Rudy Gobert as a true center may add the flexibility for Carl Anthony Towns to not – kill himself each night guarding the center and being able to uh, guard a power forward out there, you know, you know, less physical demanding, I'm a, you know, defense and some wear and tear, you know, I think that's what they're hoping, you know, um, if you ever, if you go back and watch a series against the Memphis Grizzlies in the paint, um, and Rudy Gobert, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you know, Rudy Gobert may struggle to score 20 points in an open gym by himself, but the man can guard the, the rim, you know, um, and he's not useless offense. He can run, he's a rim runner, you know, uh, um, so you, we'll see, you know, that might be a team that steps up. Any other sleepers out there before we're done? No, I mean, other than, you know, things that, you know, that, didn't like was uh, Utah. Uh, 
man. Milwaukee, I mean, uh, Minnesota gave up. up all. <laughs> That's the only they gave up. They gave up a lot. And they still have a roster, but a bunch of draft picks and players. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. Well, you know, we're at that point, you know, we're at a wait-and-see approach with Durant and Irving. But other than that, you know, a lot of the most of the major moves in the NBA offseason has happened. I think one major thing that did happen was a lot of max money going out to players on teams, you know. Some surprising yeah. ones, you know, maybe people don't expect Zion, Zion Williamson to get a max contract. The guys barely laced up his shoes for the Pelicans. But. That's all based on potential and keeping, you know, because I had a team that was really good mm-hmm. that could really take that step forward with healthy Zion out there. Because you got a front line of Herb Jones yeah. and Zion Williams and Brandon Ingram, you know, and then, you know, mm-hmm. I, along with, you know, scoring guard like McCollum. And then you got a defensive stopper mm-hmm. and Alvarado back there playing right. Yeah, that, that might do it, you know, in the West, you know taking that step forward, you know, you're, you're looking for teams that kind of replace, you know, uh, Utah, and that might be a team that can be, you know, the top eight. Um, can do that. You know, I, I don't see a lot of other teams making eight. major moves. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Is it, you know, we get the change. You know, like, when you everything changes, so we'll see what will keep you. Yeah, updated and the sports so cast, you know, if we hear, you know, of any. So, you know, well, any closing thoughts before we're done here, Erwin? No, nah, man, I just, I, just, I just want to kind of, I just, um, you know, kind of what Durant ends up kind of uh, turn out. I mean, I know, see, you know, where he's going to land and, Interesting to see, and you know, in court, um, you know, they NBA, um, they're gonna be a title contender. Interesting, so, so that's that's absolutely, yeah, yeah. When that, that's a big fish to see where it lands, you know, uh, um. And see what Kyrie ends. I think his obviously less value, but you know, pair him again with LeBron James in LA. We'll see. yeah, that could be the magic formula um, to get them back in the playoffs and the title contention. So we'll still we still have some news to figure out here, you know. But uh, we'll keep you updated and uh, keep you updated in our next uh, hoops talk show. Is you know we uh, inch closer. Maybe we'll talk a little bit college basketball. See it you know, preseason rankings, you know, going into that um, in our next show. Aaron, it was, a, again, a pleasure to uh, kind of recap, you know, the offseason here as we look forward to a, another NBA season getting getting a little bit closer. I, I like everybody. Oh, All right, everybody, have a great night, and God bless. God bless.